Hi, you're listening to Quit Being a Do-It-Yourselfer and Start Delegating by SeriousLeadershipCoaching.com, where leaders discover their authentic self. This is your host, Dipti. So welcome to another episode, and this is the first of a two-part series on delegation. Five reasons why leaders don't delegate and the effects it has on their teams. I'm so stressed. I have so much to finish up by the end of this week. I'll just have to do it all myself because you can complete that sentence however you please. Does that sound familiar though? As a team manager, I get it. You have a lot going on and you have deadlines to meet. But here is one thing that you absolutely can't afford to do. Not delegate. For those of you who hate double negative, I'm just saying that the one thing that you absolutely need to do as a team manager is delegate. Successful leaders delegate effectively. And by delegating, you can free up your energy and keep your demeanor calm. When you delegate effectively, you also increase the energy of your team because it allows them to contribute, learn your skills, and do the work that makes them feel like they're making a difference and all in a positive environment. So why aren't you delegating? Well, it could be one of many reasons. Let's take a look at those that we kind of refuse to acknowledge. And this might be a little blunt for some of you. Number one, you are a power holder. Using power as a driver, it's not necessarily bad, but when it's a little over-calibrated, you may be in the danger zone. You become all about what you can achieve instead of how you can help your team achieve it. If you're afraid that your team will represent you poorly, then you will never trust them with any task or project. And then you live being completely suspicious of the world around you, and then work becomes a matter of survival. Number two, you have a static formula for success. So when you were an individual contributor, you were, you were the top dog. You were the subject matter expert that everyone depended on. You got the, the highest raises and all the special recognition that landed you uh, the current job that you're doing, which is heading a team. But what got you here won't get you there, as Marshall Goldsmith put it. As an individual contributor, it was all about the work that you produced. Now it's all about the work that your team can produce or the work that you can help your team produce. It's now the time to share your formula for success with your team so that they get to grow. It's time to define the variables in your own formula for success to make it a little more dynamic because remember, what got you here is not going to get you there. Number three. You assume, you assume, and most of the time incorrectly, that your team members aren't capable of the job just because they didn't complete the prior task you had delegated to them. One thing to understand is that just because something happened in the past, it doesn't necessarily have to happen in the future. I mean, people are more complex than financial models. The circumstances today are different from what they were last time. So if something didn't work the last time around, it's really important to understand and put your finger on what actually didn't work and correct that instead of making sweeping assumptions about your team's capabilities. 
this only negatively impacts your own team's engagement. Number four, you are a telephobic. A tele what? You might be asking. A telephobia is the fear of not being good enough or the fear of imperfection. Ha ha ha. Yes, there is an actual word for it. Every time you look at the work that one of your team members has produced and you think to yourself, God, I could have done much better than that. And you end up acting on that thinking. You're basically killing innovation and creativity. You're constantly finding fault even when a large part of the project has been done really well. And somehow you tend to believe that you know the best way to get anything done. These are all signs of a telephobia. When you lead from a place of fear, just be ready for your team to respond the exact same way. After all, teams catch their leaders' emotions. So if you're fearful, so are they. There are always many paths to the same destination. So let your team play to their strengths. Number five, you are a rookie. There is nothing wrong with that. After all, every great leader started as a rookie. You don't know how to delegate since there wasn't really any use for delegation when you were an individual contributor. And you might even think that delegating gives people the perception that you're incompetent. Well, the opposite is the truth. The more effectively you are able to delegate, be there to answer questions for your team and provide direction, the more you can focus on your work and taking the team to the next level. Remember, you now have a team, a budget, and a fixed amount of time to manage. So the faster you learn to prioritize and delegate effectively, the more successful you will be in your new role. So I'm going to be sharing this quick tool for delegating like a pro on my blog on uh, Tuesday, September 6th, 2016. And if you can't wait till Tuesday, then simply request a copy of the delegating tool and I will have it sent directly to your inbox. So just uh, send me a quick message. So when you don't delegate for any of the five reasons that we just discussed, there are certain things that your team members will feel and do in response to you not delegating. So let's take a look at that. When you don't delegate because you are a power holder, your team members feel pretty disempowered. They feel like a number and they feel extremely stressed. And they're most likely going to lose all trust and respect for you. So don't be a power holder. When you don't delegate because you have a static formula for success, your team members are going to feel ignored and invisible. It's as though they don't even exist. So obviously, team members are going to stop sharing their ideas with you and perceive you as someone who is just trying to cover your ass all the time. So there are some real dangers in having a static formula for success. When you don't delegate because you assume, 
you basically make your team members feel belittled and disrespected. And they're, they are just going to um, stop being engaged and they may even become actively disengaged and start sabotaging your projects. So don't assume. And when you don't delegate because you are a telephobic, you basically make your team members feel like everything they do is wrong and everything they do is just not good enough. And that's going to lead them to feel pretty burnt out. So your team members are going to stop trying to do things because they're going to feel like nothing they do is ever good enough for you. So they're either going to leave the team or organization from that burnout. So stop being a perfectionist and wanting everything done your way because there are multiple ways to accomplish any given task. And lastly, when you don't delegate because you're just a rookie, team members are going to feel a little lost with, with no direction. And they might even feel like you don't truly represent the team's strengths. And team members will end up becoming victims of an ineffective boss, which is you. And they're going to talk negatively about you behind your back, about your lack of skill, if you don't make an effort to learn how to delegate. And that's going to create an us, the team, right, versus you, the boss mentality. So as you can see, none of the responses you solicit by not delegating help keep your team members engaged. So... Not delegating is basically a managerial disaster. So now it's your turn. How does it make you feel when your manager refuses to delegate to you? What are some other challenges you faced while delegating? Go ahead and share your comments in the comment box below and keep the conversation going. Next week, I will be sharing with you the three-step process to become a pro at delegating. Again, next week, I will be sharing the three-step process to become a pro at delegating. And if you would like the delegator tool delivered to your inbox, simply request your free copy by sending me a quick email at dipti at seriousleadershipcoaching.com. Until next time, this is your host Dipti signing off. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening and be authentic.